Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Authentic You Radio, and thank you for joining us today on Living Astrology, where we are tapping into the magic of the cosmos for practical guidance and wisdom with your host, Janet Hickox, intuitive astrologer and numerologer. and thank you for tuning in today. I'm really excited for today's show because it's my opportunity to take your calls and to answer your questions. And I've already received several emailed questions, and I encourage you listeners out there to either call in at 877-296-0345 with your questions or to type them into the chat box below the video player that you see there. Uh, now, some of the people that have asked me questions sent me already their, their birth information, and so I've already got some charts available for people. So I'm going to take those calls first, um, and then we will open up the, the lines for other people to, to bring their questions in, okay? How's everybody doing with Mercury retrograde? i got to tell you, I'm a Gemini. Mercury hits me pretty hard when it does this little retrograde thing. And uh, I actually forgot a class I was supposed to teach this morning, if you can believe that. I, silly me, put my calendar open and saw that the 28th fell on Thursday and thought I was looking at February, but it was actually March's. Well, that's typical Mercury retrograde for you. Uh, Anyway, so I am uh, going to run this. Uh, by uh, asking the question that the person uh, sent in to me. And then I'm going to bring the the first caller on, and we're going to work through the questions uh, one by one. Now, a lot of the questions I got today are a a similar type of of, uh, question, like career and profession and that type of thing, which um, makes perfect sense to me because of the way the economy has been. People have lost jobs, and, and they're maybe even having settled for jobs that, you know, would at least pay their bills in the meantime, but now they're realizing, whoa, I am not happy here. So um, we'll be probably dealing with some of the same questions that you have. And even if you don't get your question answered today, please still send them in to dearastro at living-astrology.com. Uh, because I do answer each of the emails that come to me, even if it's not going to be on the show right away. And I will also sometimes uh, email you later and ask you to come on the show if I have uh, space to be able to do that for you. All right, so my first uh, question came in from Patricia, and she asks, how do I find structure in my life when transiting Neptune conjuncts my natal Saturn and Moon? and the transiting Saturn will conjunct my natal Neptune towards the end of the year. It seems like for every step forward, I'm flung backwards into the land of the lost. 
So do I have Patricia on the line? Yes. Patricia? Hi, Patricia. How are you? <laughs> Hi. I forgot to mention the Pluto transit. No, you didn't forget that. Um, that was actually in the little that it, it's. Uh, and of course, as soon as I pulled your chart, I saw that Pluto <laughs> is sitting at your ascendant. And Uranus. Uh huh. Not exactly an enviable position to be in, but <laughs> I think we could probably sort through what's going on for you here. And uh, so, h- how are things going for you as far as um, your two steps forward, three steps back kind of thing? Is that settling down or is it still something that's really uh, acute for you right now? Well, let's just say that uh, I used to be a journalist and I'm now um, embarking on a career as an astrologer, among other things. Yeah, but I mean, to go from the pragmatic journalist to, you know, metaphysical arts, which I've always been like as a hobby, but to do that Mm -hmm. publicly is a little intimidating because, you know, people kind of know yeah. you one way, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, by the way, I'm an astrologer, you know, and the looks people give you. <laughs> <laughs> Believe like, me, I know those looks. What mushrooms have you been taking? <laughs> <laughs> My family pulled that wood on me when I first decided that this was what I was going to do, too, so I'm with you there. So what I want to do first is sort of address um, the question in two parts for you. Okay. Um, one of one of the first things that jumped out at me, because I do that in a chart, right? I don't really go from start to finish. I kind of look and see what jumps out at me mm-hmm. uh, as it relates to your question. And what really did jump out at me first was the fact that Pluto was sitting at your ascendant, and uh, which really had nothing to do with the first parts of your question, you know, the Neptune. The Neptune it's issue. been there for a long time. Yes, and of course, you know, Pluto is way out there, so it does take uh, a while. <laughs> Three years? <laughs> to, yeah, uh, to make it across. And any time a planet this powerful comes into contact with the Ascendant, it sets up a sort of watershed uh, event. And maybe not just one event in the case of Pluto, mm-hmm. because it tends to, you know, kind of hit transformational energies across the board. And when you have... Pluto at the ascendant like this, it's almost like a whole new you uh, being developed and uh, emerging out into the world. And so I understand completely that you are sitting (laughs) sort of at the edge or the precipice of something completely different from what you have um, been into, even though, like you said, you know, astrology has been something you've been interested in, but it's completely different from being an author or, um, you know, doing the, the journalism things that you've been doing. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a different part of the brain that gets engaged here. Uh, the second thing that jumps out at me for you, Patricia, is this, that you have got a very powerful Saturn-Moon conjunction. And this really sort of uh, suggests, and for you listeners out there, Patricia is a cancer, so already, you know, housing a lot of different emotions, very nurturing and um, uh, also tending to hide in herself when she feels threatened or uh, a security sort of risk is reached. So when I looked at your chart and I saw the Saturn-Moon conjunction, I went, ah, this suggests that there's some emotional defensiveness that shows up for you. And it does give you a more reserved, cautious um, sense to your personality. So, of course, if you're looking at jumping out into the world and something completely different, that's going to be you know, one of those things that gets hit first for you. And because those two planets are sitting in your second house, it also means that you're questioning your self-worth. And uh, mm-hmm. in this case, maybe... 
Well, Not so much. No, I'm actually, with all the spiritual work that I've been doing since Pluto went on my ascendant and Uranus started squaring it, is yeah. that I actually have more confidence in myself than I've ever had before, and I've finally learned about self-love. So, you know, we're two and a half years into the Pluto cycle. So you've you've already worked through some of these I've things. I've worked that through have a lot up. of stuff, yes, because <laughs> I had to. I was forced to do it. So Well, and interestingly enough for you, today... Uh, Neptune is um, conjunct Venus. And so what we see when you have those two planets, Neptune is the higher self. It Mm -hmm. is um, the energy of unconditional love. And then you have Venus, which is more of the compassionate self, the loving um, uh, self that, you know, the more earthly sort of love. And when those two planets combine, which only happens once a year, uh, and not for very long either, you really have an opportunity to grab on to uh, bringing out the best in yourself and loving yourself completely through whatever it is that is challenging you at the moment. And Neptune in this case then is, is calling you to see yourself more clearly with that unconditional love and with the truth of your beautiful spirit, which is really the truth of who you are. Mm-hmm. And so it encourages all of us, all those people out there listening, but especially you in this point, to turn compassion and love inwards to yourself. Now, the second part of your question uh, was about uh, Neptune and Saturn transit, transits, uh, transiting over it. And indeed, that is happening in your 10th house of career. So no surprise again, here we have, you know, <laughs> Basically, your question, what am I you know, doing? What's, what's going to happen here? And in your chart, Neptune happens to be the most elevated planet because it sits conjunct your midheaven. And for you listeners out there, the midheaven is basically the, the 12 noon position. Um, and it is the gateway to the house that rules the career, the profession, and indeed even your sense of authority in the world. And the fact that Neptune is sitting there um, is is a very spiritual call out to the world. That's kind of one of your hallmarks that you know you you wanted to come complete in this lifetime. And so it asks now, as Saturn goes over here, for you to focus and to clarify what your professional path is, and to pull your authority to you. And in this case, then the question becomes: What is it that I really want to do? Who do I really want to be? Because I think the the two steps forward, three steps back thing happens to us when we are waffling uh, or when we're undecided or when we haven't completely connected to what it is that we want to do or who it is that we want to be in the world. Do you see that happening for you? Well, I actually loved what I was doing before. I mean, I was an arts journalist, as you know, and I loved it. And so when that ended for me, and, you know, I obviously knew that a door had closed on my face. Just And it actually was exactly, exactly when Pluto went into the, the eight, around the eight degrees in my chart, exactly yeah, around yeah. that time. And so what I did, what a lot of people do with Pluto, is I kept trying to make it still happen. You know, I was out there, I go, I can still go somewhere else and do it. And, you know, and I was just getting rejected left and right. And it was obvious maybe to other people that I was supposed to go in a new direction. But when you've lost something that you love, you go through that whole process of really feeling victimized, I think. Yeah. Which I don't yeah. feel victimized anymore. But, you know, when you when you love what you're doing and you – like some people say, well, I hated my job and I don't care that I'm doing something new now. But in my case, I actually was enjoying what I was doing. 
but it wasn't <laughs> my life path. <laughs> Well, what you were doing as a journalist maybe can translate into, uh, you know, writing astrological pieces once you, you've got that skill under your belt. I know you've done a lot of work on that already, you said. So, you know, maybe blog, you can sort yeah. of combine both of those in, in some way that uh, makes sense and also works for you in the world. Um, the other thing I wanted to address before, you know, I move on to another caller for you is that for everybody right now, Jupiter is moving through the sign of Gemini, which is a very communication-oriented sign. So there you bring in writing, uh, radio, television, advertising, learning and teaching. All of those kind of things fall under the scope of uh, Gemini. And while Jupiter is moving through that sign, it's increasing or causing growth and expansion for us in that area. And for you, that happens to be in the fifth house. And mm-hmm. the fifth house is the house of creativity. And you also have Mars in this part of your chart. So there's a lot of thinking and ideas and creative energies flowing through you. Um, and whether or not you've connected with that yet or not, um, maybe another couple of weeks off before Jupiter actually, because it's now speeding up a bit, um, but before it actually conjuncts that that piece in your chart, which, by the way, Mars for you is at eight degrees. Mm-hmm. So um, that that means that there's also going to be a relationship between your eight degree Mars in Gemini and your Pluto sitting at eight degrees of Capricorn. So really, mm-hmm. what happens now is get the yeah. plan. What what yeah, the what's yard. the plan? <laughs> <laughs> well, that yard, you know, the, the big yard was actually a yard in my chart with my Mars. So yes, like the points <gasps> in my chart were actually on the yard. The, the yacht that was in December and January. Right, and guess what? That yacht is still in play, and well, when we yeah, get to the spring equinox, <laughs> yeah, yeah, when we get to the the spring equinox, it's going to get triggered once again. So, perfect timing for you to have, you know, someone take a look at your chart because I know you probably look at your own chart, but I know when I look at mine, it's like my blind spot. I can't really see. Um, for myself what's going on. So I have to have another astrologer friend, you know, do that for me. Mm-hmm. So for you, it's all about now, how do I want to re-create uh, myself? And, you know, with Mercury retrograde, any of those words that start with re are really good right now. So recreate, reimagine, mm-hmm. revision, reevaluate. And, you know, give yourself this time right now to sort of re-piece together uh, the pieces of your life and how it is that you want to live it from here on out. Because really the power is all in your court. That's the whole thing with with Pluto in that first house. Um, It's like one degree into your first house at this point in time, um, is that you have this personal power. So how are you going to use it? Okay? And thank you so much for calling in today, Patricia. I appreciate it. Well, thank you. Thanks. Take care. Okay. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. Do I have another caller on the line? Hi. Nice to hear Hi. your voice. Hi. Who's this? So this is really good. My name's Eileen. Hi, Eileen. How are you today? Oh, I'm in the midst of flying here and flying there. Yes, with this Gemini and with the... I got Pluto <laughs> on the on the ascendant in my progress, no, in my solar chart, and I'm a Cancer, too. <gasps> oh, so you know, I, got, I love it when I see patterns developing. <laughs> I know, and, and Pluto just went off my opposition of everything, my Uranus, so, Mercury, Sun. 
Yeah, so here you are. You're very much into the same kinds of things that Mm -hmm. our previous caller is into, that you are in a process of reimagining yourself. Now, in your case, in your transit chart, Pluto has moved into, like by one half a degree, into your ninth house of spirit and beliefs and philosophies. And in some ways, this house also rules uh, foreign travel or the way that we... um, engage with cultures not of uh, our own and so this may find uh, you traveling this may find you dealing with uh, restructuring your life so that you can travel more um, or even seeking a much more spiritual path Uh, and not that you haven't been spiritual already that's not what I mean but um, the big news for you here is you know all a lot of the inner planets in fact all the inner planets at this point in time are congregated in Pisces. And for you, Pisces is in the 11th house, with your destiny, by the way. And uh, I don't know if you know much about destiny, but it's a piece that we're working towards in our life. And, you know, at this age, you know, you're not necessarily working towards your destiny as much as you are just settling in with it. And while it's in the 11th house, the idea here is the this is the idea or this, this is the... Um, the house where we come up with the vision, the bigger vision of what it is we want to complete in our lives. It's got a humanitarian um, air to it, and it is also uh, the house where we find new friends or different people that we want to associate with. So those kinds of things may be going on for you as well. And I guess it it boils down to this. Um, For you, Eileen, what is it that you want to create? What is it that you want to put out into the world? What is your vision? And I often ask people when they have a transit like this, I say, you know what, you might have to go back to when you were a little kid. What is it you wanted to be when you grew up? Um, and sometimes it's a vision that comes as you get you know, more into your 20s and 30s where you start to, to look outside of yourself and see what it is that you might want to accomplish or, or bring into existence. So if all of that's happening for you, then definitely sit down with yourself and go through that process of visioning. You know what a dream board is, right? Yeah, I've been living my dream board since I was a little kid. I'm really good Jeez. at manifesting things. And I'm yeah. a painter, I'm an artist, and I work in for the world. So I, uh-huh. I'm really tuned into all of this already. Where my stage of, of places is I'm um, releasing a house that my husband and I built 20 20, 22 years ago, and I have a buyer who wants to buy it. Um, we envisioned him, and he came upon the scene in 30 days. So um, he's ready to move in. So uh, the whole thing is I'm waiting for something that the lawyer can make, that he'll be happy and I'll be happy and my husband will be happy. And he says I'm going to be the best neighbor in the world, and he's German. And he says I'll never be around. And uh, I won't put a fence up, and I'll bring in a landscape guy, and I'll make the garden even more beautiful. So what what is your question? Does this sound too good? So to my be true? question is, yeah, I think it's going to go um, A good question because all of this, I'm guessing, began before the Mercury retrograde. Is that right? So before February 23rd. No, he came on the scene. He came on the scene. Um, what is today's today's Thursday? Today's he the 28th. My, yeah, my husband's birthday. He came on the scene the first time he came to my house was, uh, I think it was Monday, it was Sunday. So the 25th. 
So yeah. here, here's what I would say about this. Not knowing that person's chart. Um, He's an Aquarian, would, and the lawyer's Aquarius. <laughs> <laughs> right, and they all follow my 10th. Well, I don't know if it's the 10th or 11th house, but I asked him, I say, oh, so are you a Pisces or an Aquarian? He goes, good guess. <laughs> yeah, Aquarius is uh, across your 10th house, yeah. And I think he's a late um, Aquarius because he said, yeah, I just had his birthday. And he just had his birthday, so I think he came on the scene Monday was the first time. And then he came to my house yesterday, and he's, he says, what about, can I sign the paper now? And I said, no. I said, we have to do it after the moon is void of course, which is tomorrow afternoon, you know, 1230. That's when we sign anything, if we're going to sign anything. Yeah, but I would also be careful because Mercury is retrograde right now. And so often that creates, especially with contracts and things like that, misunderstandings, miscommunications, and even sometimes someone who is misrepresenting themselves. Now, I'm not saying that's the case here because I do not have access to that person's chart. But I can tell you this, just common sense under a Mercury retrograde is kind of take a wait-and-see attitude. Just be open to the whatever spirit. I'm totally letting way. God guide me on this yeah. one. But it's interesting Great. how um, everybody is like lining up and and we're all like telepathically connected. And I I said to the lawyer, this is what my husband and I are concerned about. And then the, everybody got involved with it. So I'm sending off a letter to the lawyer to write this addendum. And that way yeah. everything will line up. And and then he says, I'll give you 30 days to clear it out, which will be the end. And, you know, we don't sign for the deed or anything until the end of next month, which it will be after Mercury retrograde. Great. But still, because this comes up during a Mercury retrograde, be sure that once you get those contracts, you read them, um, you make sure that it says what he wants and what you want, that you're well represented in that. It's just a word of caution that I would give to anybody that was out there, you know, doing um, this kind of deal during a Mercury retrograde. That's why Uh, I gave it to a lawyer yesterday. And Absolutely. he read it this morning, and he said, okay, this I don't like this part. And I said, yeah, I know what you mean. My husband said, I don't like that part. And I said, yeah, we're all on the same page. So the lawyer said, okay, I want you to rewrite what it is. What you, you know, I want you to rewrite yeah. it, and then I'll make a contract to go with that so that we are, you're protected because I want you to get everything that you want. You know, I just noticed you and I have Mercury sitting at the exact same degree in our charts. How funny oh. is that? Now, um, but... The difference being that in my chart, Mercury is retrograde by birth. So during the retrograde period, I actually have it a little easier than some people do. Um, For you, Mercury is not retrograde. So you are in that space where it's easy for you to, you know, let something slip. Um, Although for all of us, that's the case. So we're we're just going to watch this, and we're just going to stay open, and we're going to, you know, take a better look at this, particularly after March 17th, once Mercury moves back to forward direction. And if, you know, this happens to come to a conclusion sometime before then, you just make sure that you make sure all the T's and I's, or all the T's are crossed and all the I's are dotted. Um, Just any, you know, uh, as much caution as you can going forth, just to be sure. Yes, 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 yes. That's why I'm hiring a lawyer who's a real estate lawyer. Yeah, that's perfect. I do my own law. Yeah, I do my own um, agreements with my artwork, you know, as far as, I'd go to the professionals for their business. Yeah. In every area. That's a good plan. That's and then, yes, plan. so I'm projecting going into this little house, and I was just painting the doors, and I've been throwing things away, and I've been cleaning things, and rearranging things, and getting rid of furniture, and, you know, envisioning everything I want in my head, and then I'm seeing myself already on, on traveling. 
Yeah. Because and doing teaching and doing communications on a higher level, a higher awareness, a higher plane of recognizing the God self within. So I know what you're talking. And 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 often when we're doing that kind of work, and remember, Mercury is in Pisces, which is Neptune's yeah. realm. So we're not real clear anyway because we're we're sort of open wide right now to the energies coming in from on high. So let's say, you know, the God energy, source energy, whatever you want yeah. to call it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But that means that things are less grounded for us here on this plane. And uh, so even more important for you to take care when you're pursuing any kind of um, uh, contract type negotiations. So okay. be wary. Be yes, aware, let's say that, not wary. Yeah, and I'm aware. a detail person with that Saturn in Virgo, so I'm very, you know, in, I'm very much into the detail of everything. Very so I know good, what you're saying. Good. All Great. right, Ellen, well, thank okay. you so much for your Eileen. question. Eileen. Eileen, sorry. Eileen. Yes, we have two Karen, Cancerians on, on the horizon here. Woohoo! <laughs> see how many more and you can call in. happy birthday to your husband. Thank you. Take care. All right, take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Hi, is there anybody else on the line? Okay, so I'm going to take a question that, uh, and I'm going to do this one rather quickly because I've only got a few minutes left. Uh, but this one came in, two different women uh, sent me this question essentially. And it's this, my career has been stalled for some time now and I would really like to know if there are any positive changes coming anytime soon. And the other young woman writes, I haven't worked for over two years, and I'm wondering when I'll get work. And so I really wanted to answer these questions because I really believe this is happening for a lot of, of women in particular out there in the world right now. And here's the answer. Oh, oh by the way, these two both had Leo rising, and I've had two other uh, Leo rising women with this same question over the last couple of weeks, and I just find that interesting. And here's my answer. First of all, Leo rising is a fixed sign, and there are times that it, it's very hard for uh, this kind of personality to get out of the rut. And so for both of these women, and their names were Alenka and Stasiel, so if you're on the lines listening, this is for you, is that go to your heart, go to your soul, your heart space, and do what feels right from there. And the best other answer I can give you here in this case is to not listen to what everybody else around you is saying. People tend to want you to do what's going to bring you the most money, what seems to be in alignment with maybe their own beliefs, but you have to go with what's in your own belief system and what's in your heart. So take this time and create, if you're not working, then take this time to create the perfect job. Set the intentions for the jobs that you want out there in the world. And just sort of put everybody else's suggestions to the background for now. And that will certainly help you. The other good news for both of you is that because Jupiter has now moved forward, and that started in uh, January, the uh, energy is picking up, the beneficial energy, let me say, is picking up. And for Alenka, that means the, um, that Jupiter's moving forward in your 10th house, which is the career house. So I would expect some big changes coming in the next couple of months for sure for you. And for Stasiel, the uh, planet Jupiter for you is also at the last two degrees of your 10th house, moving into your 11th house. So the energy for you is about career, but it's also about visioning that perfect job for yourself. 
And if you, either one of you have any further questions for me, you can certainly email them. All right, well, and thank you very much for those of you who've called in and for those of you who wrote to me. And I want to just say that this is something I want to do continually because, you know, I really believe that there's sort of an, a magic in astrology that allows for us to um, sort of take a peek into the roadmap that we had laid out for ourselves. And uh, and I know that it's not often very easy to understand astrology because it's sort of like its own language at times. And I really do like the idea of, of you know, bringing it to a level where everybody can understand. So keep your questions coming in to me at dearastro at living-astrology.com. And I will, I do answer everybody's emails um, and whether or not I'm going to use them on the show. And um, then if I do use them on the show, I will let you know so you have the option to call in or be on the line while we're working this. All right, so now next week, our next week's show is going to be all about the new moon in Pisces. And, of course, every month we have a new moon, so we're going to talk about how to use the energy of the new moon and, of course, how does that work in Pisces. If you would like to have a quick new moon reading, please let me know sometime before next Wednesday and that way, or next Thursday, excuse me, so that I can have your chart on and we can work through what the new moon means for you personally. We're also going to be having Cleo on the show, and she will take us through a short meditation uh, geared to get us opened up to the new moon energy in Pisces. All right, everybody, it's been my wonderful pleasure helping you all today in astrology, and everybody have a stellar week. Bye for now. Thank you for joining us today on Living Astrology. You can reach Janet for readings at www.living-astrology.com or by email at janet at living-astrology.com. Do you have questions about how astrology works or questions about your own chart? Send them to me at dearastro at living-astrology.com. One show each month will be dedicated to answering your questions. Goodbye for now and have a stellar week. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.